Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always. And coming up in today's episode, we're going to recap another tough loss, 117-101 to 101 to the Chicago Bulls, and why it's okay and there's no need to panic. So let's go ahead and kick this episode off by talking about the only thing that we really can when we look at this game, and that is the spectacularness of Luka Doncic. I mean, Luka is just unbelievable (laughs) the only reason the Mavericks didn't get blown out of the water early in this game and we were in it you know to start the second half and and were able to make some plays to kind of still be connected when the fourth quarter came around was just due to the insane play of Luka Doncic I mean Luka had 20 points alone in the second quarter I mean he was determined to try to win this game no matter how many players were out there on the, for us. You know, unfortunately for him, though, he just didn't have enough shooters out there on the floor. Now, in this game, like I said, Luka put up 36 points, 16 rebounds, 15 assists, along with two steals in his 37 minutes on the court. I don't know how much more production you could ever ask for from an individual player in a game to keep his team in it. If we were talking about MVP candidates and all this kind of stuff, like I, I think it's really becoming less of a question and more of a, that's just what it is at this point. <laughs> like, like I, I'm sorry. Like I know other teams have better records, so I don't want to seem too biased when I'm saying this, but what Luca's able to do now on the court It's just kind of insane. There is no one, no one who can stay in front of him at this point, no matter what caliber defender it is and what accolades they've had uh, in the league to this point. It doesn't really matter. Luka can tear up anyone he wants on the offensive side of the ball. And then his defense is improving. Now, as we say that, we can't just say he's going to be an instant lockdown defender from one year to the next. But what we can say is he is improving uh, moving his feet and then, you know, doing, you know, things like Dirk used to and, and swiping at the ball to create some chaos. Luca is someone who is so smart that he incorporates certain things that he knows can help him, you know, in each game. And he's improving on that every year. And now at this point, you know, he, he's starting to get that three point shooting is starting to come around. Obviously we know early in the season, Luca was somewhere around, you know, 10% uh, from the three-point line. And, you know, he's gotten it up to around 30% after this game. So it's only improving from him there. You know, it's hard to to look at this game and, and say that, you know, he could have had more assists. But <laughs> had any of our other players been there and our best shooter, uh, Maxi Kleber, you know, just been in this game, you know, it, it makes a big difference when, when you don't have some of these guys out there for us. So in this game... 
you know, obviously Luka did what he did, but the Mavericks were extremely shorthanded in this game. You know, we were still missing the same, you know, uh, five guys that we have been missing in uh, Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba. Um, and, and now to add to it in this game, you know, you had to pile on Tim Hardaway Jr. And that is about as unfortunate as it gets, you know, for the Mavericks. When you're missing so many guys and guys from the starting rotation, it definitely hurts to not have your second leading scorer on the team. Um, and and it really, to me, as I said in uh, my previous pod, it's almost like we're even more shorthanded because Porzingis, while just out of pure skill, was able to you know, get the points that he gets, his legs aren't there. And, and you can see it in a lot of his shots. A lot of his shots come up short. They're catching the front part of the rim. He's just not, you know, um, doing some of the things that we're used to seeing him do. And that's just because he hasn't got his legs under him yet. You know, he still has time to get himself more in game shape because as it stands right now, he still has a little bit of, uh, to go to get into actual game shape. You know, Porzingis in this game had 20 points and eight rebounds. You know, he didn't have any assists. He was 0 of 7 from the three-point line, and that just goes right back into what I was just saying about his legs not being there. You know, when Lucas, I mean, when uh, Porzingis is in shape, you know, he's draining those three-point shots from, you know, extended areas out there. But right now, he's struggling. And, you know, he was 9 of 19 from the field. So, you know, from the field overall, he, he wasn't terrible. But 0 of 7 from the three-point line kind of tells you everything you need to know um, as far as Porzingis' legs and, and getting into shape and game shape and things like that. So, you know, Willie Kallistein, you know, is, is still doing okay in his role. Um, I think he can only improve. You know, this Maverick team, as shorthanded as they are, it, it's just tough to expect so much more of some of these young guys. You know, we had some, um, you know, <laughs> really young guys play some extended minutes in today's game. Um, Wessa Wundu and Josh Green both played over 30 minutes. Wundu played uh, 30 minutes and Josh Green played 32. You know, and these two guys, you're not getting a whole lot of production from uh, and you're not going to expect to because they are rookies and, you know, they still haven't even got down, you know, the things that they're great at. Wundu in this game had, you know, nine points, three rebounds and one assist. Josh Green had four points, four rebounds and one assist. Um you know, and, and they're they're not very good on the three point side, which is you know something that is concerning when you have Luca out there. You know, the the entirety of the team, uh, other than Luca in the starting lineup, they just did not shoot good whatsoever. They were one of fourteen from the three point line. Everyone not named Luca. Luca himself was six of eleven from the three point line while the rest of the team was one of 14 in the starting lineup. That's not what you're looking for, and that's not going to contribute to very many wins. And it's not their fault. They're limited. You know, these guys are not guys that you were expecting to play heavy minutes at all. So the fact that they're out there and they are getting some experience, I think actually bodes well for the Mavericks moving forward. You know, it's it's good to get, you know, these guys acclimated to the team and, and what their role is under Carlisle. And the best way to understand that is to play the game. So obviously if our starters were here and all of our other rotation players are back, then, you know, he's not going to, um, you know, get these minutes 
And it is unfortunate, you know, that our guys are out. So I don't ever want to say that, you know, it's a good thing that anyone's out because, you know, these guys are, you know, dealing with COVID protocol and we wish nothing but the best for them. But in the meantime, these young guys do get a lot of time out there on the court and get to, you know, fixate themselves on their role in this team. And, you know, Josh Green is someone who I think can really help the Mavericks down the road. He's someone that just has really good instincts and, you know, once he gets to the point where he's just a little bit more calm because he is a little, you know, helter-skelter out there. He's, uh, you know, got a little too much energy at times. And, you know, once he gets that under control and can find his way out there, he's going to be okay. You know, Wondu is, you know, <laughs> almost a carbon copy of Dorian Finney-Smith and some of the things that he does. Um, you know, Wondu was the only other starter who hit a three-pointer in today's game. And, you know, he's definitely not as good a shooter as Dorian, but he is not a bad defender. He is someone who is active and moves around out there. So it's good to see that from him. Um, but, you know, we're going to need these other guys to contribute, you know, in the meantime until we get some of our starters back. Now, this is going to contribute to some losses for the Mavericks, and it is unfortunate. You know, we can't expect that we're just going to, you know, win a lot of these games with you know, Luca and and uh, barely returning KP, it's just not going to happen. You know, Luca, while he is, he is a great player, you know, he can't do everything. You know, he tried his best tonight. Um, but, you know, I think toward the end of the game, he kind of winded down a little bit because he kind of realized it was out of reach. And why kill yourself? You know, the Mavericks do have a back-to-back -back in which we do play tomorrow night. And so I, I just think it's a little... It got to the point where Luca just wasn't going to continue to go all out. And as I said, playing tomorrow night against the Toronto Raptors at 6.30, it's a bit of a quick turnaround. So, um, you know, I would be a little bit concerned um, with the Mavericks team kind of in tomorrow's game now, too, because the Toronto Raptors are a good team. And, you know, Luca put up 36 uh, 37 minutes in this game and Porzingis put up 33 minutes so that's a heavy log for those two guys especially Porzingis you know I, I don't expect us to try to do too much with him so you know I would just kind of speculate that Porzingis and or Luca may actually sit in tomorrow's game and of course if they do um, you know <laughs> they actually you know as I say that that doesn't really make a lot of sense <laughs> that they're gonna have no choice but to play we don't have any players <laughs> unless you know some of our players can come back you know and someone who could really help steady the ship would be Jalen Brunson you know because when you look at our bench production in tonight's game there just wasn't a lot of help you know with poor Luca out there um, you know James Johnson he made a lot of mistakes in today's game um, you know Luca does commit turnovers but that's because he has the ball in his hand so much Luca had five turnovers so you kind of expect that uh, but James Johnson, you know, played 20 minutes in today's game, had 10 points and two rebounds, and also had five turnovers. That's not what you're looking for from James Johnson in these games. You know, we need to see him be a little bit more under control and not, you know, cause turnovers. <laughs> um, you know, Mark Folliwell during the game today made the good point and said that with so many guys out, the margin for error is very, very small. You know, the Mavericks could not make mistakes when you're just outgunned right now against really anybody missing as many guys as we are. 
So we can't afford to turn the ball over and, you know, make silly mistakes and fouls and things like that. Uh, you know, I just really thought, you know, that made a lot of sense, you know, because, you know, we, we really are. If our guys are making mistakes and they're having a you know bad shooting night, that just, you know, is, is horrible news for the Mavericks because we don't have anyone else that we can turn to for production other than these current guys that we got. Um it becomes a bit more of a situation. You know, Trey Burke in this game, another guy off the bench, you know, had only five points, four rebounds, and one assist. And he didn't hit a three-pointer in this game in his 28 minutes. That's, you know, a little bit of a problem. <laughs> with with all the guys that we have out, we had to have some production from Burke in this game. And if we could have had, you know, one of his, you know, closer to 20-point, you know, outbursts that we know he could do, this game is a heck of a lot closer and it becomes a lot more interesting. Um, it was just, you know, a, one of those games though, where, you know, unfortunately our guys were not making shots, you know, to help out Luca. So, I mean, <laughs> I think it was in the uh, first half, uh, you know, Luca had 30 points while the rest of our team had 22. That's an issue. <laughs> uh, you know, you're not going to win a lot of games like that when, when Luca is having more offensive production uh, than the rest of the team combined. <laughs> that's that, that's going to lead to a lot of losses. But, you know, as I say these things, I'm not blaming the guys. You know, I'm not blaming this Maverick team and saying that, you know, we need to make a big trade or we need to make a splash. And, you know, why haven't we traded for somebody I'm not going to say those things because we're missing six rotation players. You know, without those six guys, I don't see how we can expect to win a whole lot of games um, without Luca, you know, somehow putting up 60 points a game. <laughs> and that's not what we're wanting him to do right now. Luca does so much already that you don't want to ask a guy to come in and do that much. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just too much of a workload. Now, the rest of the Mavericks, you know, barely played and didn't give you much production. Uh, Tyro Terry actually got some run in this game. Um, you know, he ended with four points in his 15 minutes that he was out there. Uh, you know, Boban, you know, played six minutes and had two points and four rebounds. But Boban um, <laughs> was was actually to the point where he looked a little upset in the first half. With, I mean, in the first quarter with some of the calls being called on him. And I want to say it was probably the first time... Uh, that I ever seen Boban Matt out there on the court. <laughs> it's not something that you get used to seeing, you know. Um, and, and but that just shows you how bad the referees were in this game. If if you're not calling fouls to the point where Boban's getting upset, then you know that that kind of tells you something uh, about you know the referees in this game. So before I get back to the referees, because I'm gonna circle back around to that because there is another thing. I have to say, especially after having the same, uh, you know, little message in my yesterday's pod. Um, so just to finish off, you know, Tyler Big got to play the final minute of this game and, you know, got, you know, one point and one rebound. So it's just funny to, you know, he got kind of thrown out there for some spare change minutes. But I don't understand what's going on with Luca and the referees. I just have to say this. I just, I just don't get it. I, I. I'm going to lose my mind watching these games and seeing Luca get hit as much as he does. And, you know, he's just not getting any foul calls. And 
now everyone's trying to say that he's some sort of crybaby and what's his problem? He needs to just play the game. I would be just as upset, you know, because he just doesn't get a lot of these foul calls anymore when he's clearly getting hit. He's clearly getting bumped as he's going to the rim. And, you know, referees just aren't giving him the benefit of the doubt on those calls anymore. And it doesn't make sense because he's not flopping. He's not, you know, doing the hardened, you know, going to your body, creating contact, and then throwing his arms up and flailing. That's not what Luka does. He's creating contact, but he's still attempting to finish the basket. And when that happens, I, I just don't understand how he's not getting these calls. And, you know, Luka did get another technical foul in this game. And it's just, uh, I don't know I, how many this is now. And, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, would, you know, we, we have so many games coming up in a short span here. You know, if Luca racks up a few more of these technicals, you know, we may be without Luca for an extra game. And at this point, it may not even be a bad thing because we may be trying to do a little too much with Luca in these next few games coming up because we don't have much rest you know, like I said, we do play already um, tonight, I should say, um, against the Toronto Raptors and, you know, in a very short turnaround fashion. So this Maverick team is going to be good. You know, we, we all need to take a breath and really relax on, you know, what our expectations are. You know, everyone talks about that whole thing of curbing your expectation for certain situations. And this is definitely one of those times you have to curb what you're expecting from this Maverick team. We know what we can be when we're at full strength. We have seen it. We have clearly seen that our team is really, really good and is capable of beating anybody when we have our full lineup. But we actually haven't had our full lineup much time at all. And that is a problem. You know, that that is where our losses are coming from. When we don't have our full slate of guys, there's just not a whole lot we can do right now and expect from this current Maverick team as constructed. It, it, you're, we're playing, uh, you know, was it five rookies played in this game? Because Nate Hinton actually played six minutes too. Of course, he didn't give you any production. Um, but, you know, we played, uh, you know, six or five rookies in this game, I should say. You know, and, and Nate Hinton, Tyler Bay, Tyrell Terry, uh, Josh Green, and then Awundu. Well, Awundu's not a rookie, but still, he's someone who doesn't get very many minutes in his time in Orlando. So you had four rookies, Boban and Awundu. <laughs> they played extended minutes in this game. So we can't be upset. I I love this team. I love the way we're set up and we are getting deeper every game that we play without our guys out there. You know, there's uh, some of these rookies sometimes just need some experience and they're getting that right now. You know, they're getting exactly what can help the Maverick team later on down the line? Do we wish we were winning some of these games? Absolutely. And we almost did steal one from Milwaukee the other day, but we didn't. In this game, you know, we didn't have enough shooting other than Luka to help. And that's okay. That's going to happen right now with this team until we get some of our guys back. So, Mass fans, please don't get upset. Let's not go to uh, Facebook or Twitter and say, you know, now we should really do a trade. And what is everyone talking about? A trade should have been done. Do I like Drummond? Absolutely. He's a great player. Do I want to give up multiple of the guys that we have on our current roster for him? No. <laughs> Not really. You know, 
I, and I actually really, really like Drummond. And if we really do like him that much and think he's that extra piece, then he's a free agent next season. And we can just go and sign him outright versus trading away some of the pieces that can help us this season. You know, he's not someone who I think makes a dramatic enough impact, uh, you know, for our team. I want a true defensive stopper. I just don't know if he's producing these insane kind of numbers because it's in a contract year. We see that all the time with some of these players. Uh, I think uh, Hassan Whiteside does it, you know, every two years at this point <laughs> where he just has a really, really good year. And then, you know, he's going off into free agency and, you know, things have to change. You know, that, that happens quite a bit when it comes to players and their contract years. So I don't want to read into too much of what uh, Drummond's numbers are. You know, he is a great rebounder. Um, he can finish around the rim and, and those kind of things. But, you know, the production he's doing this year, I wouldn't want to give up the depth of this Maverick team just to get a, a, a player of his caliber who, you know, may not put us over the top and may not, you know, stay with us after this year either. So um, I, I get it, guys. I get why people are frustrated. I get why people want to see us winning. And nobody wants to see us winning more than me. Probably other than Luca, because <laughs> you know Luca, you know, seems to lose his head after any loss. So it's something that's it's a good motivational piece for him going forward. Do losses mean with six players out that Luca's gonna think that this team's just not good enough? No, Luca knows himself that we're missing a lot of guys. So you know he's trying his best right now, and he's definitely not pointing fingers at his teammates saying, "Well, you suck." and you suck and you know what I mean so on and so forth you know that's not happening here he understands who's out there on the court right now and what it means for him you know Maxi is our best overall shooter and definitely our best three-point shooter on the team and we haven't had him for all these games that makes a huge impact he is someone who spreads the floor and more than that is a really good defender he defends anyone that has size in the paint down there and does it in a way that makes it so difficult. Even if he's not blocking shots, he affects a lot of shots with his strength. So, you know, Richardson is our best on-the-ball defender. And, you know, is is contributing to the Mavericks a lot early in this season as far as what we are as a defensive team. So, we can't expect that from these other guys, Mavs fans. We just can't. <laughs> I know it's easy to lose your head. But please, please, let's just, you know, take a little deep breath. Tell ourselves how how good would anyone be without six of rotational players. Let's just go to the um, uh, L.A. Lakers and look at their team. If you took away, you know, Montrez Harrell and Dennis Schroeder, you know, one bench guy and one starter, and we have two starters and sometimes three starters <laughs> that are out of our lineup right now. Um, if you're taking away, you know, Schroeder and Harrell and three other other guys from their bench, it affects that team dramatically, and they're definitely not as good as they are right now. So, you know, let's let's calm down. We're six and six now. It's okay. No one in the West has really pulled away from anybody. Everyone's still right there within reach. So, it's all gonna be okay, Mavs fans. Let's keep it on the positive side. And know that we're going to get a lot better once we get these guys back. So, that was everything I had for today's episode, Mavs fans. It's okay. The Mavericks did lose this game. It was one that we wanted to win. 
It would have been nice, but without Tim Hardaway Jr. and the other five guys that have been out, the Mavericks unfortunately do fall to the Chicago Bulls 117 to 101. So the next game for the Mavericks is going to be tomorrow at 6.30. Oh, I'm sorry for listening to this on Monday. It'll be tonight at 6.30 against the Toronto Raptors. Um, and hopefully, you know, all of our guys will get their rest and be ready to go for tomorrow's game. So that was it. I hope you liked what you heard in today's episode, Mavs fans. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.